You're listening to Sin Nation with Sylvie and Rebby, and we're here with the uh, cast, or some of the cast from the Vagina Monologues, uh, Dana and Lucy. How are you guys? Hey, good, thanks. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no worries. Um, So can you tell us about the show, The Vagina Monologues? Sure. Well, um, it's not a new play. It's been around since uh, 1996, and it was written by Eve Ensler, a sort of powerful feminist in her own right. I still think the play is quite relevant, though. It it is, of course, about vaginas, but (laughs) so much more than that as well. Um, It's really about women uh, telling stories, personal stories. Uh, Eve interviewed over 200 women um, about their vaginas and, of course, stories relating to that. And she then uh, condensed those down into some beautiful monologues. Some of them are hilarious. Some of them deal with some more serious subject matter. And, yeah, we've put that into a one-hour show of fun. So do you, I guess firstly, do you think it's important to have female voices in theatre like this and why? Yeah, I think it's important not only to have female voices in theatre but just female voices in the world. I think it's it's important to be able to hear, hear from people of all subsets and all cultural niches and I think that uh, in particular the energy that we've been able to pull together for this show is an extremely strong feminine energy which will hopefully radiate not only um, through the theatre but but also out out into the space. So I read that the play has had many more monologues added to it since the year that it came out um, by the author. Is your version um, including all of them or just a selection? Because we sort of have a 60 minute time frame it was actually a a bit of a blessing because we kind of chose the ones that we felt you know a core to the story which is really most of them um, the core ones that are there Um, and we have read through some of those newer ones these ones such as My Short Skirt um, that have been added but we've sort of stuck to I don't know I'd call it the the best of if if I could put it that way Um, there's a nice range in there like I mentioned of sort of you know, heartbreak and sexuality and birth and we kind of wanted to bring all the different colours of the rainbow, all the different um, spectrums of female voices that are out there as much as we could. So I know that um, the show has previously been criticised for being like anti-transgender and um, sort of anti-sex worker. How have you sort of maybe dealt with those criticisms or... Have you, has that gone into the choosing of stories? Yeah, we talk about that a lot. The play, you know, was so controversial when it came out in 1996. It's like, oh, women talking about their vaginas, what will we do? <laughs> um, and, and Lucy and I often laugh that, you know, maybe it's not controversial enough um, nowadays. But I think, you know, poor Eve had a hard time, the author, dealing with some of that criticism. And I read something that she wrote quite well, and she said, I never wanted to write a play that spoke for all women or all experiences of all women everywhere. I just wanted to write something about vaginas <laughs> specifically and the experience of having a vagina. And this is not even in that sense meant to represent all of those stories. It's just a collection of some stories. So, you know, and I still think if people come along to the show, they're still going to be challenged by some of the material that's in there. I find it confronting um, in every rehearsal and in some of the monologues and I still think uh, you know, even on the comedy side there's definitely some some shocking moments to enjoy. Mm. So there are three actors in this version. Um, Do you share the monologues evenly? And uh, who reads what? Uh, So um, we've we've got eight monologues all up through the play through the show and um, Linda has two monologues and Dana and I have three each and then there's also a series of interviews that uh, get asked throughout the course of the play that we answer.
And um, I read on the description on your website that it, the play sort of proudly liberated the word vagina. And I'm just, I'm interested in this idea of like reclaiming, I guess, the language like vagina, which is a fairly, when you think about it, medical term. It's a very medical term, and we act- yeah, there, there's a, there's a few um, discussions of that in the show itself. How unsexy of a word vagina is, and that if you use it during sex, it's not a very exciting uh, word. It it does Kinda sound very medical. Kills the moment. <laughs> it really kills the moment. There is a, a monologue in the show reclaiming um, a very specific strong language word, word <laughs> that starts with C, um, yep. which I won't repeat on radio, but is absolutely uh, delighted in during the show. I think that the language used in this play is just magnificent, and I think by bringing the word vagina into almost every single line of the play and talking about it as we come on the radio and as we talk about it with friends and as we promote it through social media, and that word vagina is just being... Uh, shared in everybody's consciousness all of the time. I think that it, it, it brings it into our awareness as this is something that, that can be talked about and that should be talked about. Uh, it's not something to to hide away from. And I think that one of the really important things that we talk about at the start of the play is just the immense number of words other than vagina that are used. Around the world. <laughs> around the world. Um, you know, what are a couple of them? Uh, I'm trying to think of ones that we can... <laughs> that we can I mean, there's some pretty um, harmless ones, you know, honeypot, lady garden. Beaver, uh, box. Things like yep. that. that <laughs> the list goes on and on. And there's, um, it does. <laughs> but it's shocking how many of them are terrible. Like, there's really yeah. derogatory uh, ones in there. Um, Badly packed kebab. I was going to say that one. <laughs> now, we'll ruin kebabs for everybody listening today. Um, but, yeah, I think it's really about liberating, you know, all of the words to do with um, vagina and femininity. And, you know, if we can't even say those words, then there's conversations that we can't even get close to. So it's really just a catalyst for opening up a whole nother conversation that goes way beyond just the words. So for us, it's it's critical and it's funny even talking about the show with people you know you say it in the workplace and someone goes oh well that must be really full on Mm. and what Eve found when she started asking women about their vaginas was that they were a little reluctant at first but they actually were so excited to talk once they got going you couldn't stop them because nobody asks about the vagina and once somebody does ask there's a myriad of stories about birth about assault about friendship about love about positive negative sexual experiences that and these come from women all over the world or people with vaginas anyway um and just how how phenomenal those stories are and how personal they are and how reflective they actually are of the women or the individuals Mm. themselves and do you think the timeless relevance of this play um, being 21 years old is it because nothing has changed since the 90s in terms of women's rights or is there something else to it yeah, it's so funny because so the three of us that are in the play, Linda, Lucy and myself, we all bring our own different perspectives. You know, Lucy is a mother, I'm not. Um, you know, Linda is, she's going to kill me for saying this. She's, she's a little bit older. She's a, a very phenomenal, experienced actress and, and has had her own life experience. And for each of us, we see different things. So for me, you know, this play is even about what's happening with the earth right now. The fact that we're completely, you know, what's happening with Mother Nature. It's about what's happening with politics. It's about what's happening, you know, with the Women's March. And there's so many things that for me make it 
more relevant than ever. And then I guess on the flip side, you know, you can even say, well, we're past some of these issues as well. Some of them now are sort of everyday topic and conversation. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, I guess for me it was a... This show was much more about a a celebration of femininity and womanhood and and friendships and female relationships much more so than anything else. Um, I, I find... I felt that the experience of being a woman really started when I came to have a, a, a mature understanding of just how much the female body endures and experiences and, and how um, phenomenally it recovers from great difficulty. And and I know that, you know, Linda's talked about her own reasons for wanting to be a part of the show and, and why it's important to her. So yeah, it's really come about quite differently for all of us, but I think in general it, it's still has held so much relevance I think I think it's one of those plays that everybody should see once in their lifetime because Mm -hmm. you know they used to say I learned in a drama school somewhere along the line you know people don't come to the theatre to see you they come to see themselves and that's sort of what's happening here is that everyone will identify with a story or multiple stories that are in there for something that's happening to them you know potentially right now and it's you know it might not be those ladies that are older on and looking back in their life it could be some of the really really young stories about young women that are just discovering their sexuality and what that experience Mm -hmm. is like people that have had negative experiences yeah there's a lot in there it's not an interactive play, so the <laughs> audience, audience does not need to take part. They don't need to answer interview <laughs> questions. They don't need to um, get up on stage or anything. So it's it's very much an opportunity to sit and, and be a passive observer if, mm. if somebody chooses. So you talked a bit about, um, I guess, the cr- confronting nature of some of these monologues. How do you as actors deal with like portraying that and sort of deal with that in yourselves? Hmm. I suppose that's part of acting in general and something that we've all encountered at various stages along the way in, in, in our own acting journeys. You often come up with, you know, against roles that are quite um, psychologically confronting. Look, we talk about it a lot. We talk about what this character might have gone through. We talk about what we might have gone through and, and how the monologue is actually affecting us personally or how our own personal experiences have, have Im- are impacting on our you know, learning of the text or ability to convey the meaning behind it. Yeah, and I think that it's such a great question that you asked and I think the answer is respectfully, you know, like it's someone's story. That's what breaks my heart is that it's not, you know, it might be collected, but this has come from a woman that has sat in front of Eve and given the story and lived it. And there are millions of other women like her, um, this particular one that we're talking about. Um, and Lucy does such a particular job with the monologue that, that comes to mind, um, which is called My Vagina Was My Village. And it's really just about being authentic. The writing is already there. The story is already there. It's just about you know, really delivering it with um, respect and reverence and letting people feel the impact of that story. Yeah. So for people who uh, don't identify as women, so men, non-binaries, everything else in between, what can they take away from this play? That's such a great question too. (laughs) Um, I think everyone, I just want to reiterate that although, you know, we hope that lots of women will come along to the show, that it is so important that men and binaries and everything in between, uh, transgender, wherever you identify, it's it's so critical to come along. And there is a range of stories. Um, You know, there's probably 60 minutes isn't going to cover all stories in the spectrum but you know I think uh, the celebration of women and respect of women and understanding women's rights and roles is not a job just for women it's it's a job for everybody Um, and I think it's 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 also not about women it's just about life is hard 
<laughs> life is really, really hard. And sometimes you get dealt a really bad hand of cards and you mm. have to deal with that. And sometimes it changes you forever. And I think that's something that you can identify with no matter where you're coming from. Yeah. It's also really funny. I just want to point out because I feel <laughs> yeah. like we hit on the important content. Really, like, political <laughs> but funny. Yeah. It's, well, you, you know. Do you think comedy is important in discussing politics then, I guess? It's key. And Linda says, you know, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. That's that's how she refers to the play. But I think it's abso- it's a release as well. You don't want to be sort of confronted with these hard stories and not have a, have a reprieve. So, you know, there's nothing better sometimes than um, a group of girls on stage just having a hilarious laugh. And there's definitely plenty of that. Yeah. And it, it's not overtly political. There's, there's no reference to um, political content as such. Uh, you know... Y- a, a lot of the themes and the ideas in there could be controversial or, or seen to be mm-hmm. making a stand one way or another, but it, it's not... Some of it's nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Just girls talking nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> so the monologues cover all sorts of topics, as you said, from sexuality to menstruation, childbirth. Which monologue is your favourite from both of you? I love the little coochie snorcher that could. Um, it's quite a long monologue. It's a southern woman... Oh, a, a southern girl who goes through a range of ages on stage and it's just such a beautiful journey it starts out quite painful and it ends so, with so much pleasure uh, it's such a lovely moment yeah and goes through her own sexual it's actually one of my favorites as well um for the writing uh, mine is my angry vagina it's just a good old-fashioned rant um, <laughs> which i think girls can identify with we've all got ones that are our favorites but i am most of all i like the journey through them from one to the next i think it's a really fun kind of roller coaster of you know feeling one emotion and then feeling a reprieve and then having another climax and, and so on fantastic so we can see the vagina monologues on at the Butterfly Club and it opens tonight mm-hmm. at 7pm. That's correct? Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. And we can go to the website to get tickets and that's butterflyclub.com. Correct. Or thebutterflyclub.com. The Butterfly <laughs> Club. The Butterfly Club. Okay, good. <laughs> um, well, best of luck, guys. Trickers for the opening. I, I think it sounds yeah. fantastic and I'm actually really excited to see it. Thank yeah, you so, so much. much. Thanks for having us. We've got to get going. we got to get on stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. No worries.